y'all. It's your boy, the one and only A-Switch, a.k.a. the peanut butter. The peanut butter savior, a.k.a. Um, the turkey. Um, fuck. Damn it. I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. I tried it. A.k.a. the macaroni champion. A.K.A. the tryptophan and donut man. <laughs> this is horrible. Huh? Let me stop. Uh, bringing you yet another episode. Just my mic of Switches Sites episode thirty-three to be to be exact. Uh, today's date is November twenty-seven, twenty nineteen. Uh, Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Eve. Um, not sure where I was going with that, but I'm just going to avoid it. Uh, hope everybody is having a wonderful, uh, holiday. I guess it's, uh, assumed that a lot of folks are somewhat on vacation or maybe taking time off around this time of year. I unfortunately had to work shame on me. I was looked looked down upon by a lot of people because I had to work today, but I digress. <laughs> um, outside of that, got some good uh, deets to share. Some interesting news actually surprisingly came out this week. Uh, you'd expect it to be somewhat of a dead week this week, but that is far from it. So uh, let's stop the dilly dallying. Let's get into it. Um, probably the first big notable news story today. Uh, there's uh, some rumors going around that uh, a new Tony Hawk game is in the works. Um, this is by Games Radar. Uh, I believe it was uh, it was confirmed by a professional skater in an interview. I believe specifically Lizzie Armanto uh, that she. Um, she was asked about her appearance in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, and then she uh, ended up uh, probably uh, unknowingly uh, blurting out that he's coming out with another one, and I'll be in that too. So, uh, semi-confirmed, um, but I do like the prospect of it. Um, I'm, I, for those that don't know, I'm, 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 I'd say a pretty moderate fan of Tony Hawk. Uh, probably the, my favorite one. Well, I guess I didn't jump on the Tony Hawk train until Tony Hawk's Underground. Um, I didn't really play any of the the earlier ones like Pro Skater, uh, original Pro Skater two, three, four. Uh, but I jumped on on the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh train, and man, that's definitely. I'd say still arguably my favorite Tony Hawk game. Um, I guess I wasn't, I don't have necessarily a, a, a accurate frame of reference for the previous ones, but uh, that's by far my favorite one. I uh, had a great story campaign. You could create your own character. Uh, I remember it was a really cool feature that it was like uh, you could take a very low, uh, uh, horrible quality uh, picture of yourself and uh basically uh send it i guess to um i forgot who's the developer i think never soft and then they would be able to map um 
your picture onto the character in the game, uh, which was uh, uh, not necessarily the best. Well, considering the graphics uh, for the game at the time, but I mean, it was cool just to have just that that additional hit of originality um, in the game. So that was pretty cool. I never got to use utilize that feature. I know it used some like intricate data and like it was some extra charges or something like that. And, you know, I was a very young kid that didn't have uh have much. So unfortunately, I didn't get to uh, capitalize on that. But uh, outside of that, I did create my own character, made my own. Um, you can make your own uh, uh, moves uh, in terms of your tricks. So I made a really dope one. I call it I call it the Starburst, where uh, uh, I think I have it. I think I did a, a taking it back episode on my YouTube channel. Get check that out on a YouTube dot com slash a switch. Believe it's taking it back. Uh, Tony Hawk's Underground, where I uh, kind of reminisced with my characters. I think I, I uh, tested out or messed with a couple of the boards and uh, my tricks. Um, and I'm pretty sure I attempted to, uh, get uh, some of those in. So I had a great, delightful time with that game and the online was pretty fun too. Uh, they had a lot of cool modes, uh, and like, you know, I think the one I liked the most I recall was trick attack where basically you try to get the longest line, uh, longest combo, I guess, technically, uh, you know, without falling or, or ending your run. Um, and boy, there was some pros out there, man. They was, they was whipping it. They was whipping that skateboard. I'll tell you what, I don't, you don't whip skateboards, but you know what I mean? I digress. Um, yeah. So hopefully, uh, I really do hope the next Tony Hawk somewhat, uh, goes back to that. Um, well, there was a couple, a couple other ones that came out after, um, thug uh, at least the acronym for it um there was thug 2 which i th- i didn't play as much it was okay but i don't i never i guess not didn't get a chance to really get into it then i think there was project 8 which again was okay i don't know never really caught uh captivated me and then i think american wasteland was after before that which I, again, didn't necessarily get to play. I think I have it, but never mess with it. Um, and then that's pretty much after that's when like Tony Hawk went really downhill, I believe with uh, Tony Hawk's ride, which had the proprietary uh, skateboard that didn't work at all, uh, at least from um, osmosis of other folks in terms of that information and reviews and stuff. Um, then there was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, which uh, didn't help at all either. It was just as horrible, if not more. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I guess uh, obviously or not obviously, but um, evidently it did uh, eventually, you know, go into obscurity and was yet to be heard from again. I think after that, they did release um, a remaster not necessarily remaster, but more of a, a port of Tony Hawk Pro Skater One. I think on Xbox Live and PSN or PS3, um, which was somewhat lukewarm. 
because I think uh, a lot of the music was going, which I think uh, I, f- I feel at least is always a big, big component of Tony Hawk in general. Um, so that's that's somewhat of a deal breaker, in my opinion, if you don't have the original music for the game. Uh, but then again, I don't have that nostalgia for the original Tony Hawk that a lot of other folks did. So I, I, I believe that that is that was the consensus or one of the bigger uh, I guess the issues people had, which understandable. And then, you know, on top of that, which I, I believe is a big hurdle for a lot of folks to get this off the ground is that um, there are a lot, uh, there was a lot of the, the, the issues with porting these games is the licensing of the music, which uh, I can only assume is just a plain ass nightmare in a lot of cases. Um, who actually holds the rights to the music now and uh, changes artists dying and stuff like that. I would assume at least uh, just the trials and tribulations of, of that and what that always uh, kind of comes down to. So, yeah, um, I really do hope it's a legit, really good one. Um, shoot. I don't know. Maybe like kind of work with a uh, skate, the, the folks that made skate, um, to some extent, maybe get some, some of those mechanics in there. I don't know. But then again, that, that wouldn't be a Tony Hawk game. Uh, I, I do want a traditional Tony Hawk game where, you know, you get the combos and grinding and, uh, you know, half pipe tricks and all that traditional Tony Hawk, uh, style and feel. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I would want a traditional, uh, Tony Hawk game, I'd say. So, Yeah. Uh, really hope it's a good one. Uh, it, if it, if it gets announced and when it gets announced and looks really good, but uh, I don't know. Could 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 uh further tarnish uh the immense great legacy that was Tony Hawk. But we'll see. We shall see. I definitely hope it does turn out to be good though. Uh, next in the rumor mill, uh, apparently. There's uh, been rumors that there is uh, Rockstar is possibly working on a new IP set in the medieval medieval time period. Uh, boy, that is just fascinating on so many levels to me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'd say I'm a moderate fan of the medieval time period. Uh, I definitely... I'm never, I'm not necessarily turned off by the period. I w- I'm just more fascinated than ever for, of any developer, uh, be it Rockstar to t- have their take on the medieval period. I don't know why I'm just automatically thinking, uh, Grand Theft Auto in the medieval times. Uh, that just, that in of itself just sounds immensely fascinating to me personally. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, if anybody, Rockstar would definitely be able to nail this. Uh, apparently, it's going to be a heavy focus on sword fighting and one on one duels. So um, I, I there's never necessarily been a game uh, that Rockstar has made that is necessarily notable for melee combat uh, outside of uh, the Warriors um, for the PS2 and Xbox One. I that don't think it came out on GameCube um, and then got ported to the PS4 and stuff like that. But that's the only one I can recall. Maybe Bully slightly um, that had very notable melee 
uh, attacks. Uh, San Andreas kind of dabbled in it a little bit with, you know, being able to change your attacks uh, to some extent, but not as deep or as intricate as what uh, these rumors are somewhat insinuating it to be. So um, that sounds pretty cool. I'm I'm very curious in terms of the tone it's going to take, because uh, obviously, at least from previous games, uh, at least, uh, well, obviously, specifically uh, the Grand Theft Auto series, it, uh, you know, always seems to have a very heavy uh, satire, satiric, if you will, um, satiric. That I'm pretty sure that's a word. I'm sorry. I have to check, <laughs> check the validity of the words I, I, I speak. Um, can't hear me. Can't hear me. Um, let me, let me double check. I hope uh, this whole time. Double check. Let's see. Damn it. Damn it. This whole time. That's okay. 13 minutes. I'll be able to fix that in pulse. Uh, good, good call. 3D glasses. Appreciate it, man. Um, and it's a good thing I was uh, rec- I record backup either way. Cool. Appreciate that. Hopefully, you can hear me now. I'm pretty sure it's uh, yeah, I see it moving at least. So, um, yeah. So I definitely would like a um, um, uh, Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Medieval. <laughs> That just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Um, I yeah, I'm very curious to see how this this game is going, or if if it is actually is, um, or fleshes out to be what it's rumored to be. Um, the tone, more than anything, I'm very curious to see how that's gonna play out. If it's gonna be um, more serious, which is hard to kind of. Uh, I guess Red Dead Redemption is on the more serious sides. It has its moments, though. Um, it, yeah, it's more serious than Grand Theft Auto, I, I think, or I feel, or at least from what I played. So it's hard to say. Um, but if anything, yeah, I, I, I'm very fascinated to see what um, Rockstar is going to do. Good looking, man. Appreciate it. Um, what Rockstar is going to do with with a medieval setting that's uh that's gonna be pretty cool i could just see like you know traditional medieval jousting and uh you know some dynamics that come into play before that and stuff like that 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 sounds pretty damn awesome uh you know grand theft auto uh kind of flavor of mission style i would assume it's probably gonna have the same kind of layout of you know uh free roman world with a mission structure, uh, to some extent, I'd assume, um, it's hard to fathom a rockstar game being linear, even though there were some games that were, um, manhunt was another one, I guess. No bully was free roam. 
yeah, outside of that, I mean, Max Payne, technically, uh, the third one that was made directly by Rockstar. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm very, it's, it's, uh, I guess obviously speculation at this point, but, uh, it is pretty cool either way. I'm definitely interested, very interested to see how this going to play out. Cool stuff. Uh, moving on. Um, so square, uh, you know, making the, 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 the greatness that is final fantasy seven. Uh, they revealed at least in an interview somewhat semi confirmed that, um, even though we all kind of somewhat knew, uh, even though they were somewhat hinting at it, but it wasn't necessarily confirmed that, Final Fantasy seven is going to have B parts. It was, yeah, it was basically semi confirmed, but not necessarily, uh, ultimately confirmed, but now it is confirmed. Uh, so that is pretty cool. Well, not actually, I don't know if it's pretty cool or not. Obviously if I had the choice, definitely would like the whole game, uh, in its entirety, but realistically considering the scale of the game and the, you know, the previous game and all the, all the dynamics they got to consider and decide. Um, it's understandable to, to break it into parts to even get this out and kind of consistently, um, to somewhat, you know, be in our minds and mind share or whatever. Um, Cause yeah, if it was to be a full blown game, we probably wouldn't see this until like what 20, I dare I say 20, 30, maybe 20, 28 at the best. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would. So, uh, I am, I, I'm totally fine with, uh, taking a part structure or episodic. Well, not necessarily episodic cause they, they claimed at least that each of the games is going to be a legit, uh, game on its own which i'm guessing 40 50 hours if you not counting if you do extra stuff that they may have i'm guessing that's at least what it seems like they're making it out to be so um that's pretty cool in of itself though so i mean i'm 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 all i'm all for it either way and you know being able to flesh out midgar uh in its entirety that is pretty damn cool. And then, you know, seeing all the trailers and screenshots, um, it seems like, uh, it's going in the right direction, um, with the controversy, not necessarily a controversy, but some people weren't really, uh, okay with it. Um, in terms of folks or the system in terms of the gameplay system being strictly, uh, action-based and not turn-based like traditional, like the game in <laughs> the original game. Um, and having that option for folks that do want that traditional experiences is pretty cool too. So, I mean, all around it's shaping up to be pretty damn good. Um, uh, I'm very curious to see how many parts is going to be after everything is said and done though. But, I'm guessing considering they have the layout already, I doubt they would drastically change like the UI and everything and foundation they already established for the first part. So if all that's to be true, I would assume that would drastically, um, um, cut, uh, some, some of the time it would take to make the next part. 
uh, since you have that continuity from the first part. Yeah, I don't see them this, uh, you know, not continuing, you know, the UI and 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 gameplay system or you know foundational main uh gameplay system to the next part. So it uh yeah, it's just it's just just I guess conjecture at this point, but it is a pretty cool prospect either way. Um, just knowing that uh, I mean. Not maybe ideal, but uh, it's it's what we can get considering the scale of this game. So that's fine. Um, I know there's a couple other details regarding the game. I guess the the final boss uh, is not going to necessarily be the traditional final boss. I know they added uh, maybe like one character or two in the in in this game as well, um, which is fine. I think as long as it's not you know trying to have it overbear or, you know, kind of take the shine from the, you know, original existing characters. I don't think that's a big issue. I'm totally fine with that. So for all I'm seeing so far, this is looking to be a, this is looking, looking real goatee ish, you know, game of the year, 2020 ish, unless we don't hear from anything like, uh, well, unless, unless Resident Evil three, uh, you know, kills, which it's very highly likely that it will, if it actually is, the rumors are true for that, which we did talk about last episode. So all in all, man, uh, boy, this is the year of dreams, your dreams. We get so many good, so many great games. Got Shemu three, what, like 19, uh, nine years later, which nobody ever thought would happen with freak, freaking half life. Uh, I believe we talked about that last episode. Um, boy, man, all these games we didn't think would be resident evil remake actually came out. Uh, man, we got a remake to resident evil Two. Jesus. This is, it's, it's a great time right now. It's a great time to be a gamer. I feel like I say that all the time, but Jesus it is. Okay. Oh, uh, um, yeah, so all all in all, pretty cool stuff. Goodness. Goodness. I know they released some uh, cool uh art or remake art of, you know, previous art for the older game. Looking great. Looking great. Eris just looking at the blue the blue sky. The blue sky without the um the high wind. I'm pretty sure it's the high wind. The the ship that used to fly in the original Final Fantasy Seven. Um and yes, can't wait, cannot wait for this. Put it in my hands right now. Square Enix, if you're listening, I mean, you could just give me the game early. I won't tell anybody. I could just, um, I'm just, just saying, just hook, hook your boy up, please. <laughs> um, cool stuff. Love me some damn Final Fantasy VII forever. And it's like now, man, I've yet, to, <laughs> I've still have yet to play any of the other ones. It's like, I don't know, maybe it's this complex. It's like, you know what? It can't be topped. I have to, I just, I just can't play any other Final Fantasy seven except at seven. I mean, I did say I can't play any other Final Fantasy seven. <laughs> I, I could play Crisis Core. That was great too. Oh man. I forgot that they might elaborate on Zach for this too. Boy. Oh man, I'm I'm a, I'm going fanboy so damn hard. I'm a squeal like a little pig. I swear to God. 
I swear to God, I'll, I'll do it right now. <laughs> that is not a pig. You know what? I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna work on it. Let's uh, let's not dwell on it for now. Okay. Moving on. Um, in uh, the great uh ports for Switch news. Uh, to no one's surprise, really. Um, I sure as hell wasn't. Uh, what do you know? Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition is coming to Switch February 20th, 2020, uh, for 1999. Probably the best, even probably still the best, I'd say, arguably. Uh, it's, it's between five and three. It's hard to say. I don't know. I feel personally overall, uh, after playing five, I feel like I still slightly like three more. Uh, but five is right behind it for sure. Uh, I may play it again sometime soon to get my refresher, but nonetheless, I think three is definitely still the best in the series. Um, yeah, man. Boy, good, good, good news either way. Um, it's the best. It's the best, and I, you damn right, I'm, I'm gonna get it on Switch when it comes out. Jesus, ah, uh, that's gonna be great. Um, so it hasn't been confirmed yet, but I think it's safe to assume that it's probably gonna get. We're probably gonna finally get the physical collection of the Devil May Cry collection now, which I don't understand why they just didn't release them all. They're just trying to get get scrape the money up from us. Um, or release two like 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 an insult. <laughs> get ready for Devil May Cry two coming out. Blah blah blah. Like, uh, nobody want that. Nobody want that. I don't want to play with that. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I probably get it though. Still, I haven't gotten it separately, but I mean, obviously it's going to come with this collection, but we'll see. I'm pretty certain it's probably going to be a collection. Maybe not in the U S maybe in Japan only where you'd have to import the physical copy. Um, or I think they did confirm it. I think it's like, it's like one is on a physical cart and then two and three are digital, which is just the dumbest thing, man. Just give us all the physical copies. I guess it would cost more because of the, the manufacturing cost of the, of the, uh, cart, the game carts, but, uh, just get, just give us, just give us the physical. Want to download and play it, even though it is convenient. And, you know, you do get the satisfaction of having a physical copy and the hybrid of being able to download it as well. But it's kind of defeats the purpose of having a physical copy because you can play it digitally, you know. Come on, Capcom. Damn it. They did the same thing with Resident Evil uh, 4, having a Resident Evil collection 4, 5, and 6. Even though, in that case, the game that did matter the most out of those Resident Evil 4 was physical, too. So, I don't know. It's give or take. It's give or take, really. So, all in all, good good, good to hear that we do are, are getting a physical edition of one of the greatest games of all time um, that I can play on the go. Yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Get the God hand gene. I love it. Um, next in news, uh, Monster Hunter World, uh, getting that title update. 
uh, teaser, there was a couple of hints, uh, a whole new monster. Uh, from what I see in the screenshot, it looks the most closest to Arc Fate, um, F- Crimson Fatalis or Fatalis. Uh, but apparently it's not, it's a, a whole new monster, but it looks like at least some deviation off Fatalis from what I see, but apparently it's not. So I'm pretty sure we'll find out closer to the release. And then, uh, also they showed the Stygian Zenoga, um, looking like, <laughs> looking like a damn Gundam and shit. I mean, <laughs> looking like a damn Transformer and shit. <laughs> um, he looks cool. I bet his armor is gonna be freaking sick, though. I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I believe the Stygian Zenoger was in Monster Hunter Three Ultimate and up. I don't remember if it being in uh, Monster Hunter 4, but I know for sure. I'm pretty sure it was in uh, at least in Monster Hunter 3. But all in all, love me some damn subspecies. Love them. I love them. I love it. Uh, and I guess they're showing or teasing a new event or a new festival. It seems like, oh, what is it? Um, Chinese New Year, but I guess it might be actually take place on New Year's instead. Um, just cool. The, them costumes looking sick, looking like layered armor. I like it. 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 Keep updating, Monster Hunter. Uh, just if only, uh, you'd release the PC version and, uh, put everything in sync with each other. Uh, have some, put some cross play in there. Ugh and let you uh cross progress Ugh, this game would be perfection that's all it would it, all it would need it would be immense perfection uh someday eventually i hope uh this is coming out december 5th so that's pretty cool pretty pretty cool um in other news uh there's been I guess somewhat, uh, somewhat semi confirmation, maybe still speculation, but apparently in terms of the kind of architecture of the next gen consoles coming out uh, next year, at least, uh, from a confirmed, uh, standpoint, um, has been somewhat in the air as to how the systems are going to operate to be faster then, uh, you know, their brethren or, you know, current gen brethren, uh, even arguably in some cases, PC as well. Uh, apparently they're going to use some proprietary hardware that's going to incorporate, uh, NVMe, uh, SSDs, which are way smaller, like a chip, uh, than, you know, traditional SSDs, which are, you know, of, uh, the traditional size of a 2.5, uh, millimeter, millimeter yeah, it is 2.5 millimeter <laughs> don't <laughs> don't check me on that um in terms of uh you know the size and form factor of a, a laptop hard drive so that's definitely obviously going to save on space which may make the unit look pretty small small 
Um, and I think it seems like it's gonna incorporate like a hybrid of the both. So you'll have basically the benefits of a traditional, uh, SSD, um, in conjunction or in kind of like some weird magic voodoo synergy between a traditional, uh, hard drive where it will apparently be able to, you know, uh, read data easily or, um, you know, uh, install and load quickly. I guess that's probably the biggest notable, um, you know, uh, use for it. So kind of act like a cache, at least from what it, uh, what I'm seeing in terms of all the articles and news, at least to kind of keep it basic and not put too much jargon, uh, in the Kool-Aid, you know, <laughs> Oh, you got, you put jargon in my Kool-Aid. I don't like it like that. <laughs> This is the old man. Oh, you put, oh, you put jargon in my Kool Aid. I don't like it like that. Please take it out. It's like I, I can't. It's already. It's liquefied. It's liquefied and mixed together. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Please just. <laughs> it's like why he? Why does he insist so much? <laughs> Let me stop. Um. So yeah. Uh, in terms of, yeah. So this might really even be quicker than a PC uh, of our current technology. If anything, yeah, I'd be right at, actually it'd just be right head to head with it. So for reference uh, and scale uh, for the Nintendo Switch, uh, 25.6 gigabytes to system LPDDR memory. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put this jargon on y'all, Never mind. okay? not even gonna do it because you know i'm, I'm y'all not even some of y'all might not even know the reference reference point basically is gonna be faster than anything we currently have in terms of our current generation which is a safe assumption to kind of you know ascertain from all this data and information really that's all you really need to know i'm gonna keep it basic i'm not i'm not gonna juggle with you i'm not gonna juggle with you and keep the balls in the air i'm gonna put them down i'm gonna put them down i'm gonna let you touch what <laughs> put you down let them touch these no all right what uh let's let's uh let's rewind that we gonna pretend that didn't happen uh we gonna pause and then we gonna uh rewind immensely and uh yeah that never happened so either way uh all you need to know is that uh it's some legitimacy to kind of the theory of how these next gen consoles are going to work, which from what I gathered is going to be a, a synergy of SSDs um, uh, utilizing the, the pros from it without the cons, as well as the pros from a traditional hard drive, which for traditional hard drive at this point is just uh, the immense uh, capacity of storage. So again, kind of have the best of both worlds. Um, the, the buffering of a SSD for immense quick load times, immense quick, quick load times. And then the uh, greatness of a traditional SSD having the immense capacity at a pretty cheap, uh, cheap price. Um, it, it's been some rumors that like at least PlayStation at least is going to have somewhat of a proprietary uh, system or hard drive where, you know, you have to buy theirs instead of like having just any hard drive off the market. 
really hope it isn't like that. I think uh, having a traditional hard drive like uh, the PS4 where you can swap out, swap uh, upgrade in, in, in uh, cases as well is just just the best option for everybody. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what those are. I think that that hasn't necessarily been confirmed, but, you know, of course, highly rumored. So cool stuff. Uh, next on uh, Stadia, uh, on the Stadia tip, uh, apparently, um, well, not apparent. It's that already happened. Uh, there wasn't uh, on Stadia's Reddit. Uh, they responded in terms of all the, you know, I guess feedback uh, to say it lightly uh, in terms of, you know, the reception of the stadia uh, there's been some weirdness in terms of since its release uh, some, um, some fallacies have been kind of discovered uh, at least probably the most notable is a uh, claim in the stadia um, streams at 4k 60 FPS, which technically it does, but in terms of a f- fidelity standpoint, it doesn't necessarily um, show all of the uh, promised, I guess, graphical fidelity, if you will. Actually, it technically is running lower than what it was set at, at their press event in uh, June. Um, so at least for the game, majority of the games that are out, pretty much all of them, if you will, uh, probably the most, I guess, notable is destiny two, which if you were a founder, you would have gotten that addition with that game technically free. Um, apparently destiny two streams at 1440 P, but it's upscaled from 1440 P or no 1080p. But I think you have the option only to change it to 1440 P only on uh, the Chromecast ultra, you can't do that option on a traditional browser or, um, uh, your phone. So eh, that's just, uh, that's not, it's not a good look obviously. And, um, you know, digital foundry also, you know, squashed it as well, that that is in fact, what is happening that, uh, it is of a lower resolution, but being upscaled and, um, you know, presented as if it is 4k, but it actually technically isn't 4k. So <laughs> technically almost kind of like, uh, uh, PS4 and Xbox one, uh, depending on the games where, you know, they can't actually fully, uh, utilize, uh, or play most stuff in native 4k, even though there's a lot of exceptions to that, like halo four, I mean, halo five. Um, I think even, the master chief collection altogether. Uh, if you have Xbox one X and stuff like that. So not a good look for uh stadium in terms of just a, a service overall. They're, they're definitely getting a lot of rough patches, if you will. There's also been uh, rumors that apparently they're overheating up, uh, in some cases for a lot of people or that they're, um, for people that are streaming the game, you know, for whatever reasonable 
period of time. Um, they've been reporting that their stadiums would shut down while they're playing a game. So they're playing Destiny 2 on a raid or something. And then as they are, uh, the game uh, or the stadia, not, not the stadia, I keep referring to it as a con, even though it technically is, but uh, the Chromecast Ultra specifically would just turn off due to the overheating, which only seems to be happening while uh, playing uh, stadia games on it. So it's still not necessarily fully confirmed that that's affecting everybody, but apparently it is at least a small percentage of folks. So kind of sucks, kind of, uh, kind of sucky, <laughs> if you will. I mean, that's not a good look for stadia right now. Um, I, I did, I do have one. I'll definitely, uh, share my thoughts, uh, during the game section of, of, uh, of the show and, uh, kind of show you or enlighten you on my thoughts, at least my personal experience with it. Uh, myself but all in all not a good look and i forgot what is the statement they said about all this technically about the 4k and uh, fps let me let me get my voice on. <laughs> i can't i'm trying to I'm trying to be clear all right stadia streams at 4k and 60 fps and that includes all aspects of our graphics pipeline from game to screen, GPU, encoder, and Chromecast Ultra, all outputting at 4K to 4K TVs with the appropriate internet connection. Developers making Stadia games work hard to deliver the best streaming experience for every game. Like you see on all platforms, this includes a variety of techniques to achieve the best overall quality. We give developers the freedom of how to achieve the best image quality and frame rate on Stadia, and we are impressed with what they have been able to achieve for day one. We expect that many developers can, and in most cases will, continue to improve their games on Stadia. And because Stadia lives in our data centers, developers are able to innovate quickly while delivering even better experience directly to you without the need for game patches or downloads. (laughs) Sounds like a non-answer to me sounds like uh sounds like a like a little bit of a, a dance sounds like somebody's uh dancing around the question if you uh, ask me that's such a damn pr answer uh when you when you think about it because it's like <laughs> but you didn't answer the question though you just highlighted the positive positives of your platform over other platforms but you didn't you didn't answer anything that we asked. You just, you just didn't answer it. You just danced around the whole question. Um, yeah. And then also on top of that, they just basically threw through the developers under the bus too. It's like, well, it's not our fault. It's developers. They, they had the oper- They have all the tools to do what they want, but they didn't choose to do it. So, um, it ain't us is them. So, I mean, you're going to have to blame them not that's we got the platform we got we gave them all the tools we gave them the keys to the city but they didn't they they just went to 
to a nightclub and called it a night. So, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. So, uh, <laughs> where do <laughs> where do we go from here? <laughs> Pride of statement. Uh, that is such a damn half-ass statement, man. It is it is ridiculous. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it's not looking good for Stadia right now. But I mean, there's still hope. There's still hope, I guess. I don't know if they turn around and they, they still got the opportunity uh, before this releases fully to the masses, uh, you know, to introduce a Netflix model. And that would, if anything, make it more competitive uh, against other platforms or more enticing um, compared to other platforms, because that's the only thing they can really kind of flag against other platforms. But uh, I don't know, man. It's not looking bright. It's not looking bright right now. It's not looking. Listen, listen to you. Listen to your to you to the hardcore game base stadia. Even somebody who's like myself who necessarily wouldn't. That's not. It's this is not speaking to. Um, ugh, it's just it. This just it's like common sense, really. I mean, just make it happen. That's all. <laughs> that's what the CEO. I said, make it happen right now. I don't know. I digress. Um, in other news, um, just some weirdness. Um, so I guess somewhat, <laughs> somewhat killing uh Resident Evil fans' dreams for any hopes of Smash Brother, uh, any uh of the beloved characters being in Smash Brothers. Um, there's apparently going to be four new spirits for uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which include uh, Leon motherfucking S. Kennedy, uh, Chris motherfucking Redfield, Redfield uh, motherfucking Alba Wesker in his <laughs> got motherfucking Alba Wesker in his bit, <laughs> uh, Jill uh, fucking Valentine. Um, so pretty much uh you can kind of deduce from past history for smash news and games um in terms of releases the general rule of thumb is if they released uh a character as a spirit and or a uh me fighter skin the odds are they won't become a official character in uh, in a smash game so it's pretty easy to deduce that uh there won't be any uh re fan uh re fan re characters um uh, added to this game um which kind of is sad definitely would have been really cool to see leon s kennedy uh he's never been in a fighting game before uh he would have been a really cool character to see um if anything, out of the four, I would have liked to see Leon Kennedy the most, uh, just considering we never seen him in a fight game. Um, well, but I mean, it all hope is not lost. I mean, we still <laughs> we still got Barry Burton, you know, uh, what is this? Oh, you you're going to be a jail sandwich. And then you got you got a uh, Jake Mueller. You know, uh, the badass who can, you know, soup. Well, no, Leon can suplex people, too. Uh, but you know, he has the power of Wesker 
and you know it can move around and stuff so i mean you know <laughs> all hope is not lost guys i mean we still got we still got barry we still got what what Re- Re- rebecca chambers we still got billy cohen all right we, we don't know what he's doing he might be you know um being uh misaccused again for you know shooting people um but no you know he he just he just looked bad but he could so you know he he could probably come in okay i mean um shoot we got we got you know um albert wesker's sister you know i mean i don't know what she doing i mean well i mean i kind of know what she doing but you know she could be back um shoot i mean we can go we go across the whole resident evil moniker we could we could get um you know the resident evil survivor from resident evil survivor i forgot his name um the dude yeah he can i mean he could (laughs) he could be in it um you could just put a zombie in there. I don't. I don't know. I mean, you could just nibble on people. Maybe uh, he would. No, a zombie will probably be a trophy. If I'm being honest, a zombie. <laughs> that's the only exception I make. I'm like, you're going too far. A zombie. Zombie will probably be a trophy. I don't know. I wouldn't know about that. Um. Well, damn. Uh, you shove Alamar. You know, hey, you know, um, she could call out Chris and then. Maybe he'll do something um, in the back um, as a spirit. I don't know. I guess I'm just trying not to. I'm just trying to uh, enlighten some hope that we still got. Um, we still might get an RE character, but considering this, odds are pretty unlikely. But I guess cool to have a representation in, in Smash Bros. Either way. Um, RIP. There's still hope for Dante. So that's kind of cool. If anything, that doesn't doesn't necessarily rule out Dante, but who knows? Like, what two weeks from now we gonna get? Like, uh, here are all the uh, Devil May Cry uh, trophy. I mean, uh, spirits in the game. You got Nero, got Dante, got a uh, Virgil, got a uh, Trish, got Lady. Well, there you go. All right, we uh, appeased everybody now. Uh, don't ask me for shit. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's all right. As much as I would have liked it, I I can, I can um I I'll be I'll be okay. I won't be too butt hurt, but it would have been cool either way. <sighs> that that just leads that it leads that kind of just squashes any uh I guess speculation of something else. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. So outside of that, that's pretty much it. Uh, in Call of Duty news, they did re- they did announce that they're gonna do a season or kind of a season pass structure like uh, a lot of the free to play games. Um, and I guess with the season, they're gonna be adding a couple of cool stuff. Um, they're adding uh, some of the some of these great maps from previous Call of Duties. So we're gonna get we gonna get fucking fucking vacant vacant. The fucking one of the greatest maps of all time. Love that goddamn map. And uh Crash, that's a solid pick. I respect it. And then you get shipment, which is okay. I mean, wouldn't be my first choice. There I, w- I would have liked other ones, but I mean, it's fine. I guess apparently it's gonna serve two purposes. It's gonna be a traditional map, but kinda like, you know, it's kind of a half assed not necessarily half assed, kind of a poor man's uh nuketown it felt like even though 
even though shipment came before, you know, Black Ops, that that map uh, existed before Black Ops had uh, Nuketown, but whatever. It's fine. I would have preferred a different map, but it's okay. Um, so this is kind of a good, uh, I don't know, band-aid for, you know, some of the atrocious maps, <laughs> just atrocious. Uh, you got fucking, fucking Piccadilly, which is isn't as bad as people are making it out to be, but it could be better. Um, and then, you know, freaking Euphrates, Euphrates bridge, which is just snipe, 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 delicious sniping, just snipe every snipe, snipe for your life. <laughs> that should be the, they should rename it. It's, it's, it's not even, it's not even Euphrates bridge It's snipers, snipers paradise. Okay. Um, AKA don't use a shotgun, AKA don't use an SMG, AKA don't use a, don't use a damn assault rifle either. You, AKA, you know what? Fuck it. Just use a sniper, uh, for everything on this damn map. Cause you have no chance of freaking living or sustaining any life or winning the game because you, 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 you don't have a sniper rifle. That's what it should be called. I got a little ranty there, but you know what? I had to cause it, it restricts gameplay elements of people that like to play with, uh, assault rifles and or SMGs and, or other close range weapons, weapons, weapons. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, okay. I'm sorry. I had to let that out. I had to let that frustration out. I hope y'all understand. I'm sorry. Either way, I'm just saying, okay. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all in all cool stuff. Cool, cool stuff. Uh, also, uh, double XP this weekend. So, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm about to be playing. That's for sure. That is for certain. That is for certain. Give me some of that double XP, double XP and weapon XP. So love me some damn double XP. You know what? Love me that damn double XP. It's just XP, but it's double. <laughs> it's so simple. Uh, let me stop. Um, so that pretty much covers all the news this week. Uh, some good stuff, some good stuff. Very surprised since we're on the cusp of Thanksgiving, but either way, really good stuff, man. Um, I guess to go into uh, what I've been playing, uh, probably the biggest notable uh, thing, I guess, is uh, Google Stadia. So I did get Google Stadia, tried it out. Um, I have to say, I'll, I'll at least give my initial impressions. Um, the controller is pretty comfortable, pretty, uh, I, I like the controller, uh, pretty ergonomic, uh, for somebody that has some, has some big hands. I, uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I like the layout of it. Um, don't see any big issues with it at all. That's definitely, uh, it's good that that pivotal point, uh, isn't as, uh, I guess detracted if you will. So pr- that's pretty cool. Um, and you know, in terms of how it works, uh, you connect it to the Wi-Fi directly, uh, to connect to, uh, Stadia servers that way, which supposedly reduces lag. If you were to connect it directly to your PC, otherwise, or the Chromecast technically, I guess, um, setup was, uh, a little bit difficult, 
but I'm I'm a very rare instance. I have a very somewhat intricate setup uh, in terms of internet, uh, which I had to figure out on my own. So I can't put that on the uh, Stadia for that particular instance of setting it up. But after I did set it up, it was pretty pretty uh pretty easy um in terms of getting it going. Um, just a matter of uh, pairing your controller, it'll vibrate to tell you, Hey, is this the controller you're trying to pair? And then you just put it in the combination. Um, and then you're good to go and you're connected. And then, uh, apparently when you press, when you ever want to play stadia, you just press the, uh, the guide button, if you will. And then it'll turn the Chromecast on and go automatically to stadia. Um, so all that worked pretty well for me. Um, I guess there's some weird oversights where I guess apparently you can only use the Stadia app to purchase games, which is just the weirdest thing ever. I guess it may be some countermeasure for like hackers or I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. No, that just doesn't make sense either. I don't know. For whatever reason, at least for now, for, you know, (laughs) uh, founders or beta testers, you have to uh, only buy the game through the app. So that kind of sucks, but it is what it is. So um, I did, I think I did say that. Yeah, I did get the Founders Edition, which is the Midnight Blue Controller. Those are sold out now, but you can still, if you wanted to jump on a Stadia train, you can get the Premier Edition, which is basically essentially the same thing. I just, I don't think you get, I don't think you get some of the free games at all. But you get, um, I don't even know what you, I think you get some of them. Not hundred percent sure on that, but at least for the founders edition, you get uh destiny two and samurai showdown, uh, for free. I think as, as long as you have a stadia pro subscription, I think it kind of works like PS plus. If you don't have the subscription or you, um, cancel your subscription. I don't think you can, you have access to those games anymore, but I'm not hundred percent sure on that. Another thing I did find out too, is that apparently, uh, you know, when you, which was a big reason why I wanted to get Stadia in case it does blow up or, you know, is successful or actually is legitimate, um, that you can make your own be, you know, create your original name. And if somebody else tries to take your name, it'll give them a, a number Kind of like how a lot of naming convention works nowadays, like I guess most notably or that I can recall is a uh, blizzard or is it battle? It's not battle net. Now it's blizzard blizzard, basically blizzards uh, interface. Um, and I think Xbox is starting to do that too. Um, if you're not the original, uh, you can make the same one, but it just has a number next to it after, which is fine uh, for a lot of scenarios, I think. Um, for people that want their name and it's apparently taken or whatever. But I think apparently uh, from what I heard is that if you have the pro subscription and you don't, you lose it or stop using it or I mean, cancel the subscription, you won't, you no longer have that founder. You're not able to keep that name apparently which is kind of weird. I don't get that, but I'd have to kind of figure that out. I think maybe after you continue the subscription after that for one month, it'll establish or something like that. Something very convoluted. I don't know, but nonetheless, uh, yeah, 
So, uh, but yeah, I guess in terms of just my, my general experience with it. Um, so yeah, the setup was pretty easy. Uh, how I have it set up or how I did set it up. I just hooked up, uh, the Chromecast ultra to the TV and then, um, with the Chromecast, Chromecast ultra, at least that comes with the stadia you get the you know the the traditional puck that comes with a um ac cable or power cable and on the end of the power cable uh there's an ethernet port so for you to use an ethernet connection uh and you know which is definitely ideal for most people or at least the best connection aside from wi-fi in the same area area close to you so connected it uh that was pretty fine um and then yeah i just just uh i started with samurai showdown um all right that's actually the only game i really did play because that's probably the biggest gauge of how stadia is for me at least um i'm afraid to start destiny 2 because i just don't want to start it on stadia that's just as weird to me it's considering the player base and even though there is cross progression i never played uh destiny 2 so i kind of would rather <laughs> play it on pc and you know get my character up or play it on pc overall and then when i get to a substantial level where i'm invested in destiny 2 then maybe mess with it on stadia at some point but from what i played uh specifically on samurai showdown the lag is definitely noticeable um that's the, probably the biggest thing i took from it um there was I, was I just basically just went through the whole tutorial for samurai showdown which i played a little bit on playstation 4 a long time ago but haven't really uh played it fully um or you know to get the um uh, get the mechanics down in terms of the game. So, uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing for me is that there's a definitely noticeable lag, uh, where there were some, you know, realistic points where it's like, it wouldn't make sense or does show some of the fallacies of stadia, which is basically, um, doing counters or counter moves like the timing. I had to, I couldn't even time it properly. I had to, I had to literally, I had to literally do it in advance before I can even in legitimately anticipate the person making a move. If that makes sense because of, because it's a, a AI and you know, it's going to attack and you know, when to expect it to attack, I had to do it in advance than what I normally would do it in a traditional gaming environment. If that makes sense to actually uh, get the counter off. Um, in that particular instance in case. So uh, it's pretty much is what I thought. Um, what will matter most uh, definitely wouldn't wasn't a good look for me. At least um, I could see what a different game type, like, you know, a turn-based game or, you know, a passive game where this could definitely be legitimate, but it's like, if that's the only reason I'd want to use it, then why would I want to invest in it? You know what I mean? Which I guess to explain that, um, I don't have a Chromecast ultra. So, I mean, that was another reason for me to jump into stadia. So like it, let's say if stadia just, just, uh, fails or just, um, you know, tanks and Google abandons it, like it's all of its other various, um, you know, Google related, 
business business initiatives, then um, I'd at least have a Chromecast Ultra, which I can, you know, stream 4K stuff and uh, things like that, like a traditional, you know, video uh, media player, which. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of Chromecast in general. So that was a, a good reason as like a backup plan if this, you know, doesn't work out. And, you know, I have a cool controller I could probably use down the road for, you know, traditional PC games or something, I would assume. So those all in all were my reasoning to at least jumping in and trying it out. And, you know, worst case, if all else fails, I'll still have a Chromecast Ultra and just a controller to, you know, utilize and mess with or mod. If, you know, Stadia doesn't actually turn out to be what what uh, or actually become successful in general. I don't know. So, I mean, with all that said, those are generally my impression of Stadia, um, at least from like a hiccup um, standpoint. There was occasional stuttering here and there, not like not to the point where it. It's hard to say for someone like me, it would be super noticeable, but for like, uh, the everyday person that doesn't play games that much, or doesn't even have a accurate frame of reference of how like a traditional, a traditional, I guess, gaming experience locally is, I don't think they would necessarily notice and or care. Cause I mean, obviously they wouldn't care if they don't have a legitimate console by now anyway. So it's hard to say. So clearly stadia isn't speaking to somebody like me who is like a, I guess considerably avid video game enthusiast that wants the highest fidelity, highest graphics, uh, reasonably possible without too much, I guess, hassle. So, Clearly, uh, Stadia isn't speaking to somebody like me, which I totally understand. And I can't knock for that Um, in terms of just its software. It seems to be pretty legit. But uh, and I guess to explain my Internet situation, um, since that's a big part of (laughs) if Stadia is going to be successful for you or not, um, it I personally have a 300 down. Uh, download speed, uh, so 300 megabytes down in 2020, 2020, 2025, 300, 300 to 350 uh, download, and 20 to 25 uh, uh, megabytes up upload. So. Uh, your mileage may vary depending on on your situation. Uh, I've heard even some people who had even greater internet than mine have even more issues with Stadia. So, I mean, it's like, it's a very situational thing, I guess. But for me personally, uh, it was legit. I mean, in terms of graphical fidelity, it looked pretty good. I couldn't at first glance um, tell from a graphical standpoint that it would looked bad. It looked pretty good to be honest. Um, I wouldn't honestly even notice cause I don't necessarily have my frame of reference for, um, Samurai showdown on, um, uh, PlayStation for Xbox. Cause I don't technically have it on those anyway, but, um, yeah. So for somebody who, and that's actually a perfect game to kind of, I guess, test that out. Cause I don't have a, yeah, I, I, I it's been a long time. since so I played the game on a PS4 or like with a friend. So 
I can't even I, I my frame of reference is not accurate in terms of, you know, how it actually looks. Obviously, if it was side by side, I'd definitely be able to tell the difference. But for for this scenario, if I didn't have any. Uh, it's been, a, it, I guess, this perfect scenario where I played the game a while ago, like months ago, uh, around when it came out. Um, you know, any frame of reference I had of it is pretty much gone by now. And then now recently uh, playing it and testing it out. Um, and I couldn't necessarily tell the difference. And uh, it said my connection was good. Excellent. Uh, in terms of uh, being able to capable of streaming 4K 60, I think the recommended um, speed for 4K 60 is 30 megabytes per second uh, at the minimum, 30, 30, 30 to 35, I want to say. So, I mean, again, your mileage may vary. Uh, clearly, this this doesn't speak to me, but from what I tried, it is legitimate and it's a pretty interesting prospect in terms of the future of game streaming. Uh, it for sure is definitely uh, legitimate um, in terms of it's definitely going to be a, a valid option for a lot of folks, um, you know, come down the line where, you know, it's uh, people that are. I can see Stadia speaking to people that are kind of on the fence about gaming. They maybe want to dip their foot in, but don't want to fully commit probably, uh, which is this definitely does meet that because you don't have to fully invest in a whole new console. You can just buy maybe one game to try it out and then, you know, forget about it. Um, and I think uh, for a lot of folks that, that I think definitely is interesting and appealing to them. So, I mean, yeah, overall it does work. I, I have to say that it does work for what it, it claims it does. It does work and it is legitimate. I personally haven't had any issues with it. Uh, again, I only played it like once just to, just to see it. Uh, part of me thought like, man, this is going to be legitimate or whatever, but I don't know. My situation definitely is going to differ from yours. I'm I'm located in uh basically in a L A, so I'm not. I'm, I would assume there are probably servers in the most popular country uh states. So again, it varies. So I don't know if Joe in Idaho is going to have the same situ- situation as I would. You know, and how how is the internet in Idaho? I'm very curious. They got Google Fiber in Idaho. I would assume. I don't know. I don't know how Google Fiber works. Uh, Google Fiber need to come out here, though. That's all I know. That'd be great. Google Fiber, if you're listening. Google, if you're listening to this podcast. Um, Just forget all the other, you know, states you're working on. Just come out to L.A. Come out to actually my place specifically so you can just upgrade us, or upgrade our Internet. That'd be great. Just forget about everybody else. Just come here. That's what matters the most, right? Just saying. Okay. Just putting that out there. I don't know if you can you can pick it up, reel it in, put it in your pocket, save it for later. I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. So so all in all, those are my impressions of Google Stadia. It's legitimate. I have to say it's legitimate. I didn't have necessarily any detrimental issues uh, for the most part. It was pretty smooth, but from a latency standpoint, yeah, it just would not work for me. And that was kind of like the same feeling I had with a uh, PS now. Um, haven't tried X cloud yet. I'll try it when they let you play it on PC or 
when they release it to outside uh, iOS devices because I have iPhone. I think it's only I'm pretty sure it's only Android for the time being. But when they release it on iOS and let you test it out, I definitely will. Uh, from what I'm hearing, that's the best option. Well, I guess considering that you have the existing ecosystem of Xbox and you can also stream from your Xbox exclusively. So you don't have to worry about your servers or, you know, Microsoft servers or whatever, too. So you get a lot more flexibility there than Stadia, which, you know, (laughs) if their data center goes down, you're kind of (laughs) SOL in theory. So, I mean, I know they probably have a a architecture set up of multiple data centers everywhere to kind of cover for one another. I would assume. I don't know. Yeah, because when you think. Because Google is out in California, I think their main headquarters, but I'm pretty sure they have some some complicated, intricate architecture that kind of covers all their bases. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so aside from Google Stadia, uh, been getting that Call of Duty, man. I've been I've been trying to get back into that. I've uh, been having a good time, man. Loving loving the gunsmith uh, system in Call of Duty. For those that don't know, uh, gunsmith is basically a extensive gun customization, more so than any Call of Duty before, at least it seems like, where you can basically customize um, all aspects of your gun. So, you know, uh, attachments, silencers, um, freaking uh stocks things like that and then like when you get even deeper into the system uh you can fully just change a weapon completely so i could change my uh assault rifle to like a a freaking smg which is just mind-blowing to me like you know all the extensive work that you know presumably uh infinity ward would have to do to kind of fully customize that so that just that prospect just always fascinates me and blows my mind just because like uh, specifically speaking to the shotgun where there's some attachments that like uh, in perks like um, fast sleight of hand um, and stuff like that where you have to reload. But it seems like just the cool attention to detail is that for sleight of hand, I'm pretty sure it's tied to sleight of hand. If you have that equipped, uh, you reload your shotgun way differently than without sleight of hand, um, which with sleight of hand, you flip the shotgun over, then you load the clips in, which obviously is much faster due to the perk. But otherwise you would just reload it in a traditional fashion where you just leave it upright and then uh, load the, the shotgun shells in. So that is so damn cool to me i don't i don't care what anybody says okay that shit just just made me made me giggle inside i mean i didn't (laughs) i didn't giggle out loud like in my head i giggled i was like (laughs) you know (laughs) uh that is not really a giggle that's a i guess a chuckle but but you you get what i mean you're picking up what i put down so loving that um I love the uh, kind of revamp of the playlist they uh, did. Uh, they added um, Kill Confirm, which I totally love that mode too. I like that uh, kind of dynamic. Um, been messing with realism as well, because uh, I feel like considering all the information that uh, we all have at our fingertips playing against each other, I don't know. I, I kind of like the um, more... What am I looking for? The more kind of 
not necessarily ominous, but like, um, I guess mysterious, mysteriousness, um, ambiguity. I think ambiguity. I think I like the ambiguity more so of uh, realism than anything where, you know, it leaves more to your senses, even though footsteps are still loud as hell. Um, hopefully they address that at some point. It doesn't seem to be confirmed if they are or not, but apparently they tried to fix it, but it footsteps are still loud as hell. Um, which I, I just be <laughs> to the point where I'm even self-conscious. Like when I'm walking, I'm like, man, Oh, let me, let me crouch real quick. Cause I, I don't want to be heard or whatever. So I don't know. It feels like that's, that's, that was kind of their intention considering just how ridiculously loud footsteps are even to the point where I get distracted. So like, I'm like thinking I'm looking for somebody. Then I hear some footsteps. Sometimes it's not, it's just my, my, my teammate. And then I'm like, Oh shit. What? Oh, he's gotta be nearby whatever, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, I love call of duty though. I, I love this one. This is definitely the best one I'd say since ooh that's tough let's uh, so I'm gonna have to put black ops in its own category because I like black ops for what it is as well so I just want to put the argument if we if we put black ops out the equation this is probably the best call of duty since modern warfare 2 I thoroughly enjoyed Modern Warfare 3, though, but still my personal favorite is Modern Warfare 2. So probably be Modern Warfare 2. Uh, then I forgot about the original Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. I still. Mm, overall, great gameplay standpoint. I, yeah, it would be Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, Modern Warfare uh, I don't, I'm not going to factor in modern warfare remastered. If that's the case, I don't, I, I guess that will be behind modern warfare two and then three and then the original. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, in terms of where I'd rank this one so far, I'd put it. Mm, yeah. I put it right behind modern warfare two still. Yeah. It's right up there uh, for sure. Definitely. So, yeah, I think uh, they did all the right things with this and I'm thoroughly, yeah, thoroughly enjoying the multiplayer. Uh, love it. I've been I've been dormant for a while on it because of so many other games coming out, uh, at least specifically Death Stranding <laughs> was taking up a lot of my time, but I finally completed that, which we talked about last episode as well. So, yeah, outside of that, uh, I played. Um, well, I, don't, I don't know. I want to say days gone. I still have to. Um, play that. Only played a couple hours. I still want to play more of that at some point. But um, a way out. So this came out last year. Um, I've always wanted to complete it, but because <laughs> I have no friends, no. <laughs> um, my friends already were playing it with other people, and it's kind of it's it makes sense, but it's kind of annoying at the same time where it forces you to. Um, find somebody to play with rather than matchmake, which, you know, for some people where that isn't really doable would be a nice option, but at the same time, I understand why they didn't. But um, my sister, uh, I ended up playing a little bit with her 
and uh it was fun man it's a pretty great experience i played like up to a certain point and then the person i was playing with they just you know they left so i was like well now that just killed the whole i guess incentive to keep going but either way um yeah so i mean i'm enjoying that hopefully i hear it's fairly short so i think uh, another session over this uh holiday weekend i'll be able to get that out the way but uh, really like the dynamic of the co-op and the uh, kind of forced cooperative experience and how they kind of balance between the, um, I guess, uh, what would you call it? The uh, emphasis on each side and kind of the backstory of both and how they come to play together in terms of that. So I feel like it. they haven't really revealed too much yet. And that was what this is like three, three, four hours in. So we'll see. We shall see. But so far, enjoying that as well. Uh, played some of the usuals uh, for honor. Uh, played a little bit of that. That's been pretty fun. Uh, still trying to put that work into my Highlander. Uh, Doma Glass. Uh, Doma Glass. <laughs> uh, if you play the game, you know what that means. Um what else? It was something else I was playing. Uh, Monster Hunter. So uh, I haven't played a while since uh, all the new stuff and the major patch updates came out. But uh, I was just messing around. Ugh, I, I really want to get all that layered armor, man. Um, I'm, uh, that fashion hunter is coming in real hard. That's 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 the real end game. It's not not just traditional Monster Hunter. It's like no, when you get in the end game. You playing that fashion hunter. That's what you're doing. You playing fashion hunter, which is pretty damn. I love me some damn fashion hunter. You hear me? Freaking loved. Uh, that's why I love Monster Hunter and Generations Ultimate because it has the uh, sweet native um, transmogging, or you know, the official term is being able to <clears throat> put a layer of armor over an existing layer of armor where you just have the appearance of the armor, but have the attributes of the armor underneath. So that's been a uh, pretty great love. Hope all, all that this it should be mandatory that all RPGs have transmog options, whether it be unlocking it after you beat it or something like that. I don't know. That would definitely encourage me to play those games more because I love me some damn fashion. Okay. Let me, uh, you know, making my making my suit look great. Don't you want your suit to look great? Anybody wants they, you know, they outfit to look good, you know, uh, cutting monsters with like, you know, a dope ass suit. Uh, me, I tend to always just be shirtless, which I love. Okay, that's my prerogative. Don't freaking judge me because I like to have my nipple up, you know, have my nipples out while I'm, you know, carving monsters. Okay, while I'm, you know putting my great sword out and I'm, I'm, I'm getting them cuts in. Don't judge me. Okay. I love me some, uh, let, have my, <laughs> let my nipples, uh, <laughs> let my nipples breathe while I'm, uh, getting a level three charge on a monster's head. Okay. I can do that. That's my prerogative. I don't need to defend myself, but I am. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> don't know why we went down that tangent but we did <laughs> so yeah uh outside of that that's pretty much all i've been playing lately um 
hopefully uh I've, I've been trying to uh get into star wars or shinmu but it's weird it's like every time i've been noticed i noticed i've been doing that lately where i just like to have a good palate cleanser between games you know and generally what i tend to do is like when i complete a single player game i like to play uh some multiplayer for a while to kind of just uh switch it up clean cl- literally clear my game and palette and then uh get into a single player game i tend to do that a lot um and yeah it's been a minute since i played gears 5 i do want to uh play that since it's been so much stuff coming out this season this has been a busy damn season for games i'll tell you so uh yeah i think that's what i'm probably gonna do somewhat this weekend probably uh just do a straight palette cleanse uh play a lot of multiplayer games catch up on some uh multiplayer games i've not been playing for a while and then uh, when i feel i'm ready uh start getting back into uh some of the single player games more than likely uh star wars jedi fallen order so yeah outside of that that's all i've been doing uh get into some off topic ish stuff um saw the latest episode of the mandalorian pretty damn good probably the best one uh arguably uh out of the three um just love the action in it and just uh ruthless ruthless uh, is he I don't know if he, I don't think he has a name yet. I'm just going to call him Mandy. Mandy. <laughs> I like Mandy. I'm pretty sure I'm going to call it right now. Somebody, somebody in the entirety of the season is going to call him Mandy for short, just for comedic relief at some point. Uh, that's got to happen. That's just, that's gold. That's comedy gold right there. I'm just saying, uh, Disney, uh, Lucas films. If you watching, or I mean, listening, uh, that's a pro tip. You can pay me uh, in advance pay me right now um you can reach out to me in terms of how you want to pay me for that um that freebie well it's not a freebie because you know i just suggested it to you and if you do use it i'm charging you and i'm suing (laughs) i'm suing you right now (laughs) i would not win (laughs) i would not win at all um so yeah uh that's been pretty good uh season finale or mid season finale of the walking dead came out as well. And, uh, it was okay. That the, the tease at the, the, uh, on the previous episode didn't necessarily, I guess, uh, deliver how I wanted it to. So, but it's, it's okay. It was okay. They, they, you know, did the kind of somewhat, uh, cliffhanger for the next, Next, uh, next season, if, uh, I guess next continuation of the existing season, whatever mid season premiere. So that's fine. It's, it's fine. I would have liked more, uh, I guess punch for, for the mid season finale, which I feel like it didn't necessarily deliver on, but it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know. Why I'm just trying to justify it, but it's fine. It could have been better, but it's fine. It's fine. There was some some resolution, some release, but uh, ultimately would have liked it to uh, played out better, ideally. So um, outside of that, that's pretty much been it, really. Pretty much been it. Um did I rant about my music collection and losing all my music? I think I did. So at least a, a minor update about that. 
I uh, did manage to kind of get everything working how I wanted in addition to some additional music I loved and uh, got going. Uh, so I do think I have a fully legit system now and uh, my NAS is backing up and running uh, normally. Um, so all that is good to go. Um, been pretty satisfied so far. Everything has been working how I wanted it to, which has been freaking irritating to me. And actually, while we on that topic, let me let me let me uh rant a little bit about uh one particular situation. So uh my current setup uh here, I do have a uh Logitech Harmony. That has been the best investment ever. Uh, uh, let me tell you, it has made life so much easier on so many levels, and it's just a, such a damn convenient all-in-one solution that automates everything. It integrates with your damn Alexa. So you can just say a, a quick command and it'll do it like that. It's just, it's great. Um, just one irritating uh, downside. That's not at default of the harmony, but more so the PS4. Apparently there's some dumbass command um, or, or I guess regulation that doesn't let the PS4 be turned on by um, turned on and off for some weird reason, like uh, natively via uh, a button command. The PS3 was a- is able to do it, but uh, for some dumbass reason, the PS4 doesn't. So what that problem presents is basically a couple of things. So um, the main method that I used to communicate uh, the harmony to the PS4 with is Bluetooth, which you can do. Um, but, uh, again, it doesn't let you turn it on, uh, with that. So the only workaround that I was able to find in research is that basically you have to connect a, uh, IR receiver for harmony remotes that I think is made by the company PDP that makes a lot of other stuff. So I got that. This is, this is like ranging like like a year ago or so uh, going on now but got that and then connected that uh it's able to power on my ps4 cool fine uh been okay i didn't have really any issues with it fine so then it still presents the problem where you can't natively turn the ps4 off still so it's like well what the hell um so pretty much how the harmony has it set up is that it just does a macro command automatically when you tell it to shut down so when you tell it to shut down it'll just uh whatever you specified to do it had a default setup where you just hit the ps button it'll basically hit the ps button and then go up up and then uh right, 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 all the way to the end and then hit the option to power off and then hit X again to confirm. So it basically has all that macro where it'll do that automatically, but it's very dependent on what you have going on. So let's say if I'm in the game, then that won't technically work. It'll just hit the, uh, hit the uh, PS button and then hit left, right, 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 whatever. And then it'll be at the incorrect place. And then accidentally, like in theory, launch a game instead of turn powering off. So it's this really irritating freaking ordeal where you have to try to figure something out 
on how to natively turn it off. One option I, I was exploring was a uh, CEC. I'm getting real jargony right now. Okay, I I'm getting real techno. I'm just, I'm just gonna warn you right now. So there's this annoying uh, thing you have to do, which is called um, or option that you can utilize, uh, which is called CE, CEC or consumer electronics control, which is basically a native interface that lets you natively communicate, uh, your devices together. So let's say I have my, my PS4 connect to my TV. If I either turn my TV on, if I turn my TV on, it will turn the PS4 on if it's in the uh, correct input, or I think if you switch the correct input and then vice versa. So let's say I turn my PS4 on, then it will turn my TV on, receiver on, what have you. Uh, but it doesn't seem to work that well either. So if I have that set up, so basically my setup just briefly is that I have my console connect to my receiver, which uh, real quick, a receiver is basically like a, a highly integrated switch or more or a very smart switch that also controls audio for those that don't know. So that's connected to the TV. So you have all that connected, but then it, when I have that enabled, it does this dumb thing. Whenever I turn whatever device on, it switches it. But then when it switches everything on, it changes the input to this weird default input that isn't uh, in relation to the console that's being turned on. So then it's like, well, then I have to manually switch the input to the input I actually want to turn on. And it's just the stupidest thing. And it's only the PS4 that does this. All the other consoles, Xbox One, even 360, even PS3 are fine. So I don't know. <laughs> just a rant at this point. Still trying to figure that out to have some very consistent uh, solution. But if just PS4 just had an option and just turn the damn PS4 off through a button command, why is that so difficult? Ugh. That just irritates me. It's always one damn console that doesn't play right when you want it to play right. It's stupid. It is dumb. PlayStation, come on now, all right? Better, better fix that PlayStation 5. I swear to God, if there isn't a, a damn remote control power button to turn off the damn PS5, we're going to have some problems, all right? I'm going to still buy it. I'm going to still play it, though. But, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be happy. When I got to turn it off, then I'm going to roll my eyes every time I got to turn it off. I'm like, ugh, uh, I got to turn the damn PS4 off, you know, PS5, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. That's enough of me random. <laughs> very miscellaneous, very specific miscellaneous thing. But I digress. I don't know. First world problems for sure. though. Uh, uh, I can't natively turn my PS4 off. Uh. My life is so horrible. I hate everything. Uh, everything's dark. Uh, uh. Make a whole new track about that or whatever. Uh, all right. That's enough. Uh, enough speaking in your ear. Um, I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, let me get that housekeeping in. Uh, if you like this podcast and uh, all of what I do and rant and rage in a podcast or video form, depending on how you view this, feel free to like rate, uh, subscribe or hate or uh, provide constructive feedback, which is always appreciated too. 
Uh, you can feel free to do all that good stuff on all the respective podcast platforms that I could think of. I don't know. Um, then um, you can always catch this podcast live on Twitch TV slash a switch, ideally around, uh, let's see, 8 p.m. PST. Uh, if everything goes according to plan, uh, unlike this time where apparently my whole feed was, uh, my microphone wasn't selected, but I digress. Generally, that's how it should go. Uh, what else? Um, you can also catch me on youtube.com slash a switch where I plan. <laughs> I keep doing every episode, but I swear to God, I'm going to get these videos up at least in archive form for you guys to view, um, and you know, get it all up in sync where I'll do it, uh, in unison as well alongside the pop popular podcast platforms, whatever. Uh, if you have any questions you like to submit to the show, feel free to shoot an email to a switch TV at gmail.com. If I get enough, I'll uh, start doing questions on the show as well. Um, and that's it. Um, I want to make sure I covered everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, real quick uh, in terms of games awards. Um, damn it. What was it? I uh, forgot there were uh, additional nominees for all the gamer related stuff. Some of that was kind of messed up, like in particular for Arslan Slash. He definitely should have been a nominee for um, uh, top gamer of the year, top esports gamer of the year. That was there in general as a blanket statement. There was a huge oversight of the fighting game community. I feel only representation was uh, for the uh, the best event award, which was for Evo. Definitely a big uh, omission there, I'd say, but just wanted to put that out there either way. Uh, but other than that, guys, uh, thanks for watching in Washington, Washington. You watching while you washing dishes. I don't know uh, <laughs> what. Uh, thanks for watching and listening. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, hope you uh, get real full and don't, um, you know, feel bad about it. That's probably one thing I'd say you better eat and then don't feel bad about it. That should be a slogan for life. <laughs> probably not, but you know, uh, for Thanksgiving specifically eat and don't and, and don't feel bad about it. You know <laughs> what? Um, till next time. Uh, fuck. I can't even say stuff. Jesus anymore until next time, guys, uh, again, have a happy Thanksgiving and, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make it, make the, make the turkey creepy, but whatever. Nobody's safe.